biggest round of guests and staff members with us that we've ever had before. Uh, as always, we have Graham with us, we have Ryan, and we have a newcomer to the team. Uh, we have James here, so I wanted to uh, just say hi to you guys and see how you guys are doing today. How's it going? Yeah, it's good. How are you? Not too bad. James, Ryan? Excellent. Yeah, yeah things are going well. Nice. Um, I also have uh, a, another person here with me. I have Chris Jr. hanging out at the Nerdcast. So, yeah, there you go. You heard him? <laughs> at, at some point uh, throughout the show, you'll probably hear him chime in and, and say a few things and, and give his opinions on some of the games we're talking about. So if you hear him, don't mind him. He's just a crazy little guy. So uh, let's kick this thing going. And, uh, Graham, how about you tell us uh, what you've been up to this past week, man? Oh, okay. So some of you who actually listen to the Nerdcast or whatever, <laughs> you might actually know that I recently got promoted at work to become a supervisor. Yes. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yes, good. Yeah. Did you know that, James? <laughs> yes, I heard that last last time, yeah. Ah, brilliant. Excellent. Well, um, last week I decided to quit my job. Huzzah! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, um, I've actually got about a month left, month and a half left. That's how I still worked it out with my bosses. But, um, yeah, I decided even with the new position and the more extra money I'm getting... It's not worth it. It's a terrible job, and uh, I don't want to do it anymore, basically. It's, it's slowly wearing me down. So and, was, uh, was it one thing that put you over the edge? Was it your boss yelling at you last week, or was it just... Uh, oh, no. Was that the no, straw actually, that broke the camel's back? Uh, the thing that actually broke the camel's back was... Um, we Okay, on, on nights we've got two main departments, and we work completely separately of each other. But recently, the main manager said, okay... For the night shift, both of those departments, you only allowed one person off at a time, like holiday. Right. So, like, we had to coordinate our holidays together, if that makes sense. So, if yes. one person's off over there, people in my department couldn't, like, go off. And, basically, if I had stayed, I wouldn't be able to go to my friend's wedding later this year. And that's, like, pretty much the main reason why I left, because it was ah. ridiculous. Because we don't cover each other's work or anything, it's just stupid, but... Did yeah, it create, like, inter-office yeah. rivalries? Between each, uh, each like, well, no, most people were just like shouting at our oh, shift manager. Oh, okay. <laughs> Actually, people started shouting at me first because I had to break the news to everyone. I was like, hey, <laughs> talk, talk to the shift manager. And the shift manager was like, don't talk to me, talk to the main manager. And uh, yeah, everyone's passing the buck, and it's just, yeah, it's crap. So uh, yeah, I, I'm jobless. I'll, I'll be jobless soon. And uh, but that's good. I have more hey. time to devote to Sega nerds. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that'll be good. I'll, I'll be I'll like Ryan, actually. I'll be a bit <laughs> like Ryan. Yeah. You mean you'll be drunk and living on the streets? <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> I wouldn't have it any other way, really. Yeah. Hand jobs money? <laughs> Five dollars, sucky sucky. <laughs> okay. Uh, James, uh, what, what's been up with you, man? Uh, not too much. Just doing the standard stuff. Uh, you know, working, going to school. Uh, I've been playing quite a bit of video games lately. I mean, it's it's actually a little bit crazy. Um, I should I should really just concentrate on one, but I'm, I'm spending like 40 minutes on a night on like four different games. So, oh god! But it's fun, you know. I'm having a good time and uh, sort of uh, waiting for uh, the summer. Kind of getting sick of the winter and. Uh, so is it? That you don't have, is it? Do you not have like a? Do you not have a good attention span or something? So like you get bored of one game and have to quickly move to another. Is I actually was works? thinking about that. Uh, no, 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 I usually have a good attention span. Like, I do a lot of reading, and, and uh, you know, that that usually you need a good attention span for that. But, um, yeah, I don't know. There's just a lot of good games out right now that I really want to play. So 
Yeah. Just sort of, that. Uh, doing like a rotation. That's fair enough. Yeah, I do that sometimes. <laughs> cool. Um, so, but so I'm actually try, I'm trying to... What was that? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Graham, I was, I was, I'm trying to uh, finish Panzer Dragoon Saga. I know that's oh, yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. How far you got? I'm on a, I'm like towards the end of the third disc, so. Okay. I'm yeah. getting there. Yeah. It's good. So, good so since James, since this is the first Nerdcast that you've been on with us, how about um, you, you tell us a little bit about yourself. Introduce yourself to all the listeners, because I mean, they, they've, probably, they've probably read some of your stuff on the website a few times, but um, I don't think you they've ever really been able to see or, or read um, or hear a proper introduction from you. So, so how about you give it to us? All right, sure. Yeah, my name's James. Uh, I live in uh, the United States in Massachusetts. Um, I'm a English and journalism major at UMass Boston. I um, work for a uh, lab repair equipment company during the day, and uh, after work I do you know, my own writing, and I write for Sega Nerds, and I've uh, been playing Sega games since, uh, I would say the, the first the first game I ever played on a Sega system was Sonic 1 on a the Game Gear. Oh, excellent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, I always I always wanted a Genesis, but uh, my brother my brother's older than me, and he you know sort of had more say I guess in what we uh, got for you know joint presents or whatever on Christmas time, and uh, he was always a Nintendo guy, and I kind of I kind of rude that I really wanted a Genesis, but <laughs> so I, I actually um, the, the the time I really got into Sega was probably Dreamcast era, so. That's my favorite system, and uh, you know, I don't. I think, uh, yeah, that was probably what really started me loving Sega as a company and what they do. So yeah, yeah that's about it. Nice. Well, that was, um, I guess, a, a, as good a time as any to get into the Sega gaming. That was pretty much one of the, one of the golden years of Sega, I guess. So nice. Okay, uh, Ryan, how about you tell us how you've been uh, been doing, man? Uh, well. Uh, as some of you might have seen on the forum, uh, we had a massive storm here, very big. Broke down the uh, World War II German walls that we had on the beach that stopped the waves coming in and flooded like a big part of the, the uh, town. Those damn so, yeah. Nazis failing again. <laughs> yeah, they can't even build the walls. Rubbish. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was down there with one of my friends having a look at the wall and it's in massive pieces all over the place. And we were on the beach, and we uh, found a message in a bottle. Oh. No. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what? Like, for real? Yeah, like... it was pretty awesome. What did it, it say? It, well, it wasn't that in- interesting, <laughs> because it had only been thrown in the sea the day before. <laughs> <laughs> but it had come from Sheffield, which oh, is God. in England. Yeah, that's quite far away. Well, someone who lives in Sheffield, anyway. So, okay, so wait, yeah. you live in Jersey, which is the, an island off the coast of England, right? Yeah, South England. Sort of, yeah. Okay, and yeah, so and this... he lives in England. So Sheffield is actually a part of England, then? Oh, yeah, it's a place in England, yeah. Okay, so how far uh, do you think it would have traveled, then? Well, I, you can't really tell, because I, I figure he probably threw it from a boat, anyway. Ah. So he probably... Yeah. In the Roughly 20, 30 yards, then? <laughs> <laughs> About, yeah. <laughs> I'm just. But yeah, he, he left his email, so uh, I'm going to try and contact him. But his writing's rubbish, and it, did, it doesn't actually say anything apart from 
thrown in the sea uh, on the 14th, which was, wait, that was, that was two days ago now, I think, and uh, just his name <laughs> and his email. So it wasn't that exciting. I think uh, it'll be a little disappointed if you go ahead and, and email him now. So I think you should wait about 20 or 30 years and then email him. <laughs> yeah. What I'll do is I'll yeah, wait. <laughs> yeah, I'll wait about, yeah, I'll wait a few years and then I'll say I'm actually in China. You'll <laughs> <laughs> love that. Nice. Okay, good. So, so that's um, pretty much it. Was there any damage to your home or anything like that in the flood? Oh, no, no, because we live, our house is a. Uh, so of Jersey, it's sort of, there's flat bits, and then it, there's really high bits, sort of thing. And we're <laughs> nice. on a higher bit. So, so you're on a high bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Doesn't bother me. I was just looking at a world map here, like, or English, England maps. I didn't know where Sheffield was exactly. It's like most of the way up England, but it's like right in the middle of the land. It's like nowhere near water. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Oh, well. Yeah, so it must have been like... From so he threw it really, really far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god nice okay yeah, well anyway, I, I, I'm, I'm glad that um, your house didn't get flooded and, and torn down that's good yeah me too yeah. Um, I've had a I guess a, a pretty uh, eventful week depending on how you look at it um, I talked to Graham a little bit about this uh, earlier in the week but I found out that I'm going to be deploying uh, again for for six months this time, not for like a, like last time when I went to Iraq. I'm going to be deploying for six months, um, come June July time frame, and uh, I'll be going to Qatar. And it's a I don't know if you guys ever heard of Qatar, but it's a small country. I think uh, kind of s- south of Iraq. Um, so yeah, I you, depending on you know what kind of setup they have over there, you guys may. Or may not hear uh, too much from me in, for the next oh, several months, you know, uh, <laughs> when, when I go in June or July. But hopefully, hopefully, uh, I'll have some good internet connections and stuff, and I'll still be able to continue to post and, you know, maybe even do some nerdcast with you guys. But um, I guess you guys are going to have to, you know, pick up the ball and run with it a little bit when when I'm gone, and see. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how. Um, you know, see how everyone can do with the site while I'm gone, and I think uh, I think it'll be I'll, I'll leave it in good hands with you guys. I think you guys are are well prepared to, <laughs> to take it on. Yeah, so um, this time next year it'll be Chris who? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Either that well, or are you, are you gonna be stationed like in the middle of like a war zone or anything? Uh, no, thankfully. Are we gonna hear bombs going off if you do right. nerdcast? No, uh, um, I think it, it's a. I've been I've been there before. I stopped there on my way to Iraq the first time, and coming back from Iraq, um, actually, my deployment when my deployment ended from in, in Iraq, I was able to um, my deployment ended, but I I wasn't going to be able to get a plane um, from Qatar for like another week and a half. So what I was able to do, um, I wasn't able to get a plane from Qatar coming back to the states for like another week. Um, up until when my deployment ended in Iraq. So what I did is I, I took a, a plane from Iraq to Qatar, and I just hung out there for kind of like a, a, about a week and a half, just um, not really doing a whole lot of anything. Um, but it was a pretty nice place, actually. We uh, we can drink three beers a day there. Um, we couldn't drink at all in Iraq, and uh, seems to be a lot of cool stuff going on. But yeah, there's, there's no wars really going on over there right now. Uh, oh, that's but it's kind of like... Um, it's 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 really where people come into 
when they're coming into the desert, like to go to either Iraq or Afghanistan, people come through there and they'll stop there and they'll get equipment and things like that. And then they'll go on to Iraq or Afghanistan or some other places that they're going to. Um, so, so yeah, I don't really know exactly who we're going to be working for over there, but most likely I'll be doing a lot of writing because um, that's my job in the Air Force. I'm a journalist. Uh, so I'll be doing a lot of writing, and maybe if you guys uh, like to read the news, you might see some of my work, um, you know, somewhere some somewhere on the Internet. So, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's going to be exciting, but at the same time, it's going to be frustrating leaving the family for, for that long. Um, I won't like it. I'll end up missing. This will be the third Christmas out of the last four that I've missed with my family. And oh, I'll, nice. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll end up missing the, the twins' birthday, my both my daughter's birthdays, and <laughs> my wife and I uh, our anniversary. So that's that's gonna stink. So oh, man. yeah, yeah. So yeah, that, you know, I guess that's that's what I get for joining the military, though. So I can't complain. So. Yeah. So, wait, you can't drink in Iraq. Uh, no, because uh, they're afraid people will get drunk, and, you know, it's not very good when people are drunk and they're wielding weapons and trying to shoot bad guys. <laughs> that, that, that is the worst war crime of all. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not very conducive to winning wars, I guess, you know. So At least some no, smart person not. said that. Um, but, yeah, okay, that, that's uh, pretty much what's been going on with all of us. Um, very, very fun week, I guess, we've all had. So now let's talk about a little bit about what we've been playing this past week. Graham, how about you uh, lead us on into that and tell us what you've been up to. Okay, yeah. Uh, normally I play loads of games, but this week I've mainly been playing, um, well, oh, I started start in a slightly different way. Last week I was mentioning um, Frontline's Fuel of War, which I managed to complete in a few days. And right. Chris told me to go and play Call of Duty 4. Yes. And uh, with all this constant nagging, I decided, hey... What the hell? It, it won loads of awards. It can't be that bad. So uh, I went and got it. Right. I, I don't like it. That's, <laughs> that's because you don't like good games. I think everyone knows that. But maybe that's what it is. I just um, I can see why people like it. It's got some good. It's got some very good parts to it. But um, overall, I'm just not a huge fan. I mean, uh, well, first of all, the multiplayer. I think the multiplayer is good, but it's really bad for beginners. Um, because um, one of the first things I did was actually get on there and play the multiplayer with Chris. And um, uh, like, like in Halo and stuff, even though like the multiplayer feels dated, at least when you play, when you first start playing, you'll be like level ones versus level ones or whatever. But when I went on to Call of Duty Four, I was level one and I was against like level thirties. And um, they had, and when you level up in Call of Duty Four, you actually get like new weapons and stuff. And uh, these guys had all the best like sniper rifles and things, and they knew where everything was. And I was just like wandering around these levels, going, uh, "Where the hell am I going?" And uh, I had like crap weapons. I was just getting shot like, every few seconds, and it just wasn't a lot of fun. I was like, getting uh, noob, noob, like shouted down <laughs> in the microphone at me. And uh, <laughs> were people actually yeah, saying that? It? Yeah, it was like, it was like, oh, you fucking noob, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> it was just, <laughs> it was like, okay. No. Thanks. Well, uh, so I don't it, think you can blame yeah, the game for you sucking. Well, it's, it, it's, it, I think it's very, very unbalanced. I mean, they've got all the better weapons because they're like level thirty or whatever. And uh, I was, I was just about hanging on. And uh, also, they kept spawning me where I just died. So literally, where I just died. And uh, there's still be the bad guys there who killed me. Like, oh, there's another one. Bang. Oh, it's the same <laughs> guy. Whatever. Or, or they'd spot. They'd have bad guys spawning behind me. Like, I'd be like. 
about to snipe someone, and then suddenly a bad guy just like appear behind me, and I'm like, oh my god, and yeah, you know. So I, I wasn't too impressed by that, but 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 I can see why people do like the game. I mean, the graphics are really good for one thing, and uh, the gameplay is pretty realistic. But um, like the single player game, which I haven't been enjoying that much, I just I find it too much like Call of Duty Three, which I really didn't like at all. And uh, yeah, it's I'm still going to play it and try and complete the single player, but uh, I, I don't think it deserved Game of the Year or anything. I mean, it's quite good. I'd probably give it like a seven out of ten or whatever if I had to review it, but yeah. Whatever. And, uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> have you guys played? Have you guys played it, James? Nate, uh, I, yeah, I I played. My my friend brought it over, and uh, we just sort of like powered through the single player in one day. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought it was I thought it was pretty good, but it, it wasn't wasn't good enough for me to go out and buy. Yeah, I can see after that. I had after I'd beaten the single player. Like if I hadn't beaten it, I think I'd probably would have went and picked it up. But um, the thing you're saying about multiplayer. I can understand because I, I seem to remember every multiplayer Call of Duty I've played has sort of been like that. Like uh, I start off and, and it's just people are too good. Mm. Like I can't even can't even gain any ground. So yeah, I, I can see that. I can see that that complaint kind of uh, makes some sense. But yeah, like Chris said, I guess it's probably just a matter of not, not sucking. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. Maybe if we. Pr- practiced and got better at it, be, it would be a fun time. But Yeah, no, I think, I think I'll continue playing and doing a bit of the multiplayer and stuff and hopefully I'll get better and start to enjoy it more. But yeah. Yeah, uh, maybe you will. Yeah, and um, the other game I've actually been playing quite a bit of was, uh, uh, well, Sega sent me Sega Superstars Tennis recently. Oh, nice. Which, yeah, wow. sent, they, sent, they sent me the Xbox 360 version and the DS version. Which is uh, great. So thanks, thanks to Sega. Thanks for that. <laughs> That's and, nice uh, of them. W- what version have you been playing? Uh, I've actually been playing both the DS and 360. Okay. Uh, mainly the 360 though. So, um, so what what can you uh, tell us about it? Well, uh, what do you want to know? Do you want me to go into like full detail, or just want to give snippets? Yeah, it's, you know, tell us. You know, I'll let I'll let you decide how how much detail you want to go okay. into. It. Well, for fans of. Um, well, fans of Virtue Tennis, I'd say this is better than Virtue Tennis 3. Uh, that's my immediate reaction to the game. It's just so much more fun. I mean, Virtue Tennis 3 was a good game, but um, I, I've just like when I first played the original Virtue Tennis, I had this great feeling when I was playing it and was really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Virtue Tennis 3, I enjoyed it, but I didn't get the same feeling. But this, I'm getting that same feeling again. Like, um, just um, well, the controls and everything is perfect, and uh, they've got all the mini games which are really good fun. And like, oh, it's just fun to see all the. Um, Sort of references to Sega games and stuff like um like the mini games are all very different like uh you've got like a House of Dead mini game where you're trying to hit uh, tennis balls at the zombies and things you've got like a Virtual Cop mini game where you're trying to like hit tennis balls at like it's like um the Virtual Cop one is is almost like it's like the um light gun game like you're sort of at a sort of first person view and you have to aim at um the target like, at the bad guys as they pop up and like you hit tennis balls at them that way. Right, and it's, you've actually got like the level from Virtual Cop One on it. It's really good. Cool. And uh, the, the multiplayer is pretty good as well. I got had my brother around, luckily, and we started playing a bit of the local multiplayer, and that's pretty damn good. Have you tried and, um, any online yet? Uh, not yet, actually. No. Was, It'd be interesting to see was, how many people are online since the game really yeah. hasn't released yet. <laughs> I, sh- I should do it, actually. Yeah, give that a go. That'd be kind of fun. Um, yeah. I was just checking around real quick. Um, at Metacritic.com, the, the Xbox 360 version currently has a 65 out of 100 average review score. Really? Yeah, so um, you know, it got, it got a couple 70s and even a 58 from EGM. 
Um, just from the, the the short time that you've been playing it, do you think that um, that that would be a, a fair score? No, really. I, I guess for some people, like a seven, a seventy, or a seven out of ten would be pretty good. Cause that's that's not a bad score or anything. But right. um, going going down to like a fifty or whatever, I, I don't think this game deserves that. I mean, it's actually a really fun game. Okay. I, I guess if you don't like tennis that much, then maybe you won't enjoy it at all. But mm-hmm. um, People who actually enjoy like the virtual tennis games, or whatever, I think they'll enjoy this as well, just as much. Now, do you think uh, this? Well, could... Yes, but go but... ahead. No, you, no, you go. Yeah. Okay, I was just going to say, yeah. um, do you think that this game's only going to appeal to um, those people out there who are Sega fans or Sega nerds, uh, or do you think it could actually, you know, win some some people over who aren't, you know, some of the newer gamers out there that aren't very, uh, you know, uh, experienced with the Sega franchises? Well, I think it will definitely appeal more to the Sega fans, obviously, because right. it is Sega Superstar Tennis. But um, if anyone else is like to pick up the game who wasn't really didn't know about like some of the dream, like they've got a lot of Dreamcast like games or references in there, like uh, Space Channel Five and Samba de Amigo. Mm-hmm. I mean, people who don't really know about that sort of stuff, they they probably when they pick up the game, they'll they'll enjoy it. But they probably won't get all the references. Forget what I mean. Like the gameplay is solid. The gameplay right. is like really good. And it's just as, just as good as virtual tennis, as I said. And uh, I think anyone can really pick up the game and enjoy it quite okay. a lot. And I think if like non Sega fans actually played it, they might get into the games a bit more. All right, walk, walk, walk us through real quick, just like a typical a typical a match. You know, how how does it play out? Um, is it all based? Is it does it focus a lot more on like um, I guess uh, special shots and things like that, or is there quite a bit of just good old fashioned you know tennis playing going on? To be honest, it is more good old-fashioned tennis. Uh, you actually get a, a mode, well, you get a special move called a superstar move, where you, um, if you're doing well in the game, you get enough, um, like if you're doing enough good shots, you get um, your superstar move unlocked, and then like you pull down one of the trigger buttons, and um, your your character like starts to glow and stuff. And it depends on which character you are. Some characters will um, be able to run faster, like Sonic turns into Super Sonic, and he can run faster. And then other characters will do um, like really crazy shots, where the shots will like zoom around the um, the courts like completely randomly, mm-hmm. and then bounce on the other side. So it's quite hard for the other players to hit it. And uh, yeah, that, that's like kind of like um, that's trying to introduce like the whole like uh, s- super moves to the game. But overall, the um, the gameplay is a lot like virtual tennis, I guess. It is basically just like solid tennis. Okay, nice. So fun game then. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, multiplayer is really good. Single player is great. I mean, the one thing that's missing from it over Virtual Tennis is, like, Virtual Tennis is, like, the world tour mode where you, um, you know, you start off with, like, your own character and you sort of build up and get, like, different equipments and you start to, you try to train and, like, win Wimbledon and stuff like that. Um, but this, this, this game doesn't have any mode like that at all. It is basically, um, the tournaments, um, like, online play, the mini games and just, like, quick matches. There's no, like, uh, world tour or anything. Okay. But um, even even that that missing, it's still a great game. I mean, I, I don't know what else to say about it. It's just good. Okay. I'm enjoying they it. Done a, uh, they should have done a Sega sort of you know a Sega World where you can tour around and stuff and go to different places. Yeah, there, there is there is the mo- the one the the sort of mini game. Mo- There's actually sort of two mini game modes. There's one where you um you just like play in like little areas of um like just do little mini games featured on certain Sega games. But you also get 
um, a mode called Superstar Mode, where you you sort of do tour a sort of map, but it's not exactly a proper map. It's just like I'll say, like Monkey Ball, House of the Dead, uh, like Sonic, and you sort of click on it, and then you've got like a breakdown of different mini games for those zones. It's not like a proper touring thing, no. but in a way, so like you like there's a Jet Set Radio one, which uh, you go to a Jet Set Radio zone, and um, some of the missions will be you've got to like. Um, Collect, pick up these different kind of spray paints and then like hit the balls at um, like a tag zone and depending on the color of the t- of the pe- the ball well, of the paints yeah, it'll make the tag go that color and stuff uh, or you've got to dodge the police there's like lots of different mini games based on the actual game and like oh. so dodging the police is really good fun it's got these police just running after you going and uh, like the Sonic one, there's a Sonic one you've got to go around collecting rings like while avoiding uh, attacks from robots and stuff. Nice. But, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Okay, I nice. bet the uh, the same people who gave it low scores, uh, they're gonna they're gonna give Mario Tennis the next one really high scores just because it's a <laughs> Nintendo game. Yeah, uh, I've I've only played a bit of Mario Tennis and I thought it was okay, but I'm just playing this a little bit. I think this is better. But then, then again, I haven't played Mario Tennis a whole lot, so yeah, I know what you mean though. Like it seems like people seem to go for Mario games a lot more than Sonic games right now, which is kind of annoying. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. All right. Well. Okay. So that, is that uh, all you've been playing this week then? Uh. Yeah. Those. Those games. Oh, one other thing. One thing I was surprised about is the DS version. I thought was meant to have online play, but it actually doesn't. Yeah. Okay. I, Do I you guys know about that? I, I vaguely remember them. Someone saying like one one of the developers talking about how the Wii doesn't have online play, but the DS version did. And, yeah. Um, the, the, I was looking at the box and it doesn't have anything about Wi-Fi connection. I was actually looking in the manual and it seems you can only do like DS to DS play. So yeah, kind of a bit disappointed about that because I was hoping to get online and play with you some of you guys like on the go. But I think you can do that anyway. Yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing. Those two games. Okay. All right. Well, you know, I've been playing a couple other uh, newly released games. I picked up House of the Dead Two and Three Return. Uh, for the Hell Nintendo yeah. Wii, and also Condemned to Bloodshot for the 360, which is probably one of my most anticipated games of this entire year. Um, really excited about that. Um, House of the Dead 2 and 3, uh, you know, I never played House of the Dead 3, so this is kind of a new experience for me. Um, I did play House of the Dead 2 quite a bit, and I was uh, familiar with it also because I, I had Typing of the Dead too, or Typing of the Dead uh, for the Dreamcast. So um, I'm familiar with the game. Um, um, I, I like it. it. It's very. It's. A, I think it's a, a very good purchase for only thirty dollars uh, for the Wii. Uh, I was really surprised because uh, the the Wiimote as a light gun. I haven't played. Uh, was it Ghost Squad yet? So this is actually my first Nintendo Wii light gun game, and I was really surprised at just how responsive and uh, precise the the Wii remote was. You know, using it. Um, as you know, in a light gun game, so that was really surprising. Very accurate shots, um, very fun game. Um, it's pretty hard, and uh, you know, I I don't know how many people are actually going to want to play the game. Um, you know, from those people who haven't played it before or who aren't hardcore Sega fans. Um, you know, I don't know about that, but um, from what I've played of it, it seems to be a pretty fun game, and uh, you know. Might be might be a good pickup for those Seganers out there who are interested in you know going back and playing the game again. But uh, what I can say though is that even you know even though it's fun playing with the Wii Remote, I, I have to say Typing of the Dead 
was probably a little bit more fun, and I thought was actually required a little bit more skill uh, than rather just pointing and shooting. You know, rather than you actually have to go in and, and type all the the words and things like that to kill your enemies. I thought that was a lot more fun. So. Um, wow. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Well, Sega's making Type in the Dead 2 uh, right now, uh, and it would be interesting, and hopefully they, they would choose to bring it our way, um, you know, instead yeah. of just releasing it in Japan. Um, so, yeah, uh, House of the Dead is a pretty good game. Condemned 2. Oh, could, oh, oh, no, okay. I was going to ask, um, on, on House of the Dead, um, like, well, on like Ghost Squad, you actually got like a cursor that appears on the screen? Uh, like you you can. Yeah, you can. You can have a reticle on the screen, um, or you can turn it off. They give you several options. Um, you can turn it off and have none at all, which I don't understand why you'd want to do that. Um, or you can have your reticle, and you actually can change the look of it. Um, that's one of the new okay. things that they added in. Um, you can change the look at it, um, and apparently there's some other. I haven't gotten too far, I don't know if I've unlocked this ability or not, I don't know exactly how you do it, but I was reading up um, a couple of weeks ago, and apparently Sega added in the ability to block in the game, um, and you can actually mm-hmm. block um, regular attacks and also attacks from bosses, but I haven't figured out actually how to do that yet, so... Um, okay, yeah. that's weird. Yeah, and what's yeah, kind of... What's kind of cool though too is uh you know once once you play through the game and you die at any certain point it'll uh, it'll allow you to um, unlock you know one extra continue or one extra life or something like that so um, if you keep dying the game makes it a little bit easier for you um, so that's kind of fun if you just can't get over a certain spot or something like that you can go back in and um, you know up how many lives or continues you get to you know try to get over that hurdle and finish the game um, so. Yeah, I think for only a $30 purchase, you know, at this generation, $30 is kind of the budget uh, price. So I think that's a pretty good pickup if you guys are looking for another another light gun game after playing Ghost Squad. So. Yeah. How, how did, how's House of the Three play? Because in the arcade, you said you haven't played it. In the arcade, you actually get a big shotgun. Yeah, it's, it's like still all shotguns. And that's that's one of the things, you know, that's you, you reminded me. Um, playing through House of the Dead 2 um, with a game... with the, you know, with a light gun and everything like that, with a Wii remote, um, I was really kind of disappointed because it seemed just—it seemed like the bullets were very weak. It seemed like the gun itself just—I had to shoot every enemy several, several times before I was able to kill them. But I was really surprised when I went um, and stopped playing House of Dead Two and went on to House of Dead Three with the shotgun. It was a lot more strong. Um, the graphics, of course, are a lot better, um, and you know, I think um, House of Dead Three is is a lot better. Than House of the Dead 2. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I enjoy it a lot more just because of the fact that um, you don't have to shoot a single enemy several times, like two or three times before they'll die. With with the shotgun, you hit them one time in the head, and you know they're pretty much you know guaranteed to be dead. And that makes the game a lot more fun and a little bit more fast paced. Um, so one of the, one of the things I guess is kind of annoying uh, right when you start off the game if if you haven't made sure that you calibrated the Wii remote. Um, sometimes you'll start the game off, and I don't know, I don't really know why, but the game won't recognize where you're pointing the Wii remote at, so you actually won't even have a reticle on screen. You kind of have to wave it around uh, really quickly. Uh, but by the time you usually can get your reticle to uh, go on screen, uh, you'll actually be attacked maybe once or twice by some incoming zombies so that's kind of frustrating so if you're playing it make sure that you always go in and uh, calibrate your Wii remote before you play so that's just one tip um 
so yeah, I guess that's House of the Dead two and three return in a nutshell. So hopefully, hopefully we'll have a review up pretty soon. I don't think I'm reviewing it. I think uh, who's reviewing that? Is that you, James? Yeah, no, I was supposed to. Yeah, yeah, I was supposed to review that. I'm waiting for the uh, copy to come in the mail, though. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully Sega sends that to you. We haven't had some, we haven't had, you know, some luck recently with Sega of America, but hopefully they'll come through on that and get it to you pretty soon. Um, the other game I've been playing is Condemned 2 Bloodshot, and that's um, a follow-up to one of my favorite Xbox 360 games of all time, is Condemned Criminal Origins. Um, and so far, I'm I'm pretty impressed with everything uh, it's it's offering. Uh, graphically, it's not. It doesn't look a lot better than the first game. You know, there is an improvement, uh, I guess. Uh, the combat system has definitely been upgraded. You can you can now punch. Um, you know, the L the both uh, trigger um, triggers are mapped to each hand. So if you hit the R trigger, it punches with your right hand, and uh, the left trigger with your left hand. And you'll also, um, you know, once you if you're fighting very well. Uh, the game will allow you to uh, to make some combos and even more. Um, there'll be it's almost kind of like some uh, QTE um, things that pop up um, if you know if you're fighting and you get a couple combos or your uh, I guess your I don't know what it's called but I guess it's like a rage gauge almost. Um, it'll go up and once that's full, uh, the game will go in slow motion and it'll and when you're fighting someone it'll say right trigger and you have to hit the right trigger then you have to hit the left trigger and then you have to hit them both at the same time and if you if you hit all those correctly uh, you'll pretty much uh, kill the guy you're you're fighting against so um, I'm not too far into the game yet I've only probably put maybe an hour and a half or so into it um, but uh, it's definitely seems like a really cool game and I'm so far I'm most definitely not disappointed with it so pretty cool. Who's cool? Is someone's uh, cell phone ringing? What's up with that? That was mine. Yes, yeah, sorry, guys. Turn that shit off. <laughs> so okay, yeah. Um, so that's um, that's pretty much what I've been playing this week. I don't know if you guys had any questions about Condemned Two or not. Oh uh, bloody hell! The main phone's going now. Jesus. <laughs> I think someone wants to talk to you. <laughs> How about okay? Let's everyone wait until Graham's ready. All right, we're no, waiting that, for you. Someone else picked it up. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. So Carry you're on. okay. All right, Jesus. Okay, um, <laughs> James, what what have you been playing, man? Uh, well, I've been playing quite a bit lately, but uh, only talk about a couple things. I've been playing um, on the PSP the, uh, the RPG game Jean d'Arc. I don't know if you guys have heard of that. But. No. Uh, yeah, actually, I have quite a bit. Um, that's one of the games I've been wanting to get, uh, but for whatever reason, I've never been able to pick it up. Hmm. Yeah. No. It's it's a really great game, actually. It's uh. If you if you like RPGs, uh, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of managing of uh, stats and equipment and all that stuff. Um, it's grid based, uh, so you know you're moving characters around on these little game boards. Right. And uh, at the, be- the beginning of every every mission, y- you get an objective, and uh, it's kind of one of the things that irritates me about the game. You have to you have to complete the objective, or you fail and it's you know it just kicks you right back to the title screen. Huh. But uh, beyond that little like irritation, it's actually really good. Uh, y- you you start off and and uh, it, the game's about Joan of Arc, the uh, the French whatever I don't know what she is like uh, just some some woman I guess um, <laughs> who who can uh, who can hear hear God telling her you know to save France from the English. 
So yeah, she uh, she was. Uh, I spoil the end for you. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'll spoil in, shall I? Okay. <laughs> I think we no. all know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I haven't gotten there yet. But uh, I'm not sure what happens in the game. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm about four or five hours into, it, and I think it's really good. It's like the combat's really good. You you uh, you get in there, and you've got to manage. You can you can play anything from like five to seven soldiers on on the the battlefield at once, and. Uh, there's a lot of just strategy involved, and it's really kind of sometimes you got to sit there for a, a minute before you move and make sure you're making the right move. And I think that's that's pretty engaging. You're you're kind of forced to think about what you're doing more than some other games out there. But so far, it's pretty good, and uh, I'm really enjoying that. And uh, the the other game I'm playing is Pan's Dragoon Saga. Yeah, nice. Oh, hey. Saturn, blast from the past. And uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm on the third disc of that. Uh, might have said that before, but uh, it's that, that game is pretty good too. I mean, I don't know if uh, all pretty the hype good. is kind of well. No, it's, it's a great game. It's just <laughs> I think that all the hype for like you know I've been watching this game for five years or so on on eBay and you know trying to pick it up and just hearing how great it is and uh, it is an an excellent game. I think I think I may have built it up a little bit too much in my mind, but. Um, you know, getting over that sort of like uh, the the hype I've built up for it. It is really excellent. Kind of like great sex, game right? I... Like the first time you have sex, <laughs> you think it's gonna be so great, and uh, uh, most of the time, the first time yeah, is yeah, not that not, not that awesome. Yeah, it's clumsy and awkward. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and really no, quick but too. It's, 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 it's really fast. <laughs> At least with this yeah. game, you won't end up crying in a corner. <laughs> 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 no, uh, I think yeah, we should, no, no, everyone yeah. should ignore James though it's the best game ever made okay no 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 it's an excellent <laughs> game I mean uh, I, I kind of wish I could have played it back then but uh, I would say that you know the price is it's really expensive I think I got mine for like $180 and uh, worth every penny yeah. damn it it's kind, of, it's kind of a lot but, but I, I'll say you know if you're a Sega fan or an RPG fan or a Saturn fan uh, it's probably worth the money I'd say pick it up if you can find a copy for under yeah. a couple hundred or whatever. And, or you could uh, go and buy a couple of Chinese orphans off eBay. <laughs> oh, God. You won't have as there. much fun with them. <laughs> That's probably true. Uh, you can make them work so for you. So you're enjoying it. That's the main thing. Yeah, I am. I'm having a good time with it. I'm, uh, the, I really actually do... I, I, I must say that the, uh, the presentation and the storyline is really top-notch. It's... Uh, it's something you don't really see in, in uh, games all that much, where the narrative takes such a uh, uh, frontal role, where you know they're really trying to convey things in these characters and the world they live in, and it's it's really it, yes, it's excellent to uh, go through and see what's happening. I actually can't wait to get to the end and uh, find out exactly what happens to uh, everyone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the ending's great. I actually just started I've playing the game too this week. Tragic. I'm oh, sorry. Oh. No, go ahead. Go ahead, James. No, I was just saying. I, I heard the ending is a little bit, a little bit tragic. It's, uh, it's just from something I've read online, but I don't uh, know yeah. how, how true that it is. It's brilliant. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, won't spoil it, but it's 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 not something you'd expect from a normal, you know, Japanese RPG with all the happy endings and the right. That's parts. yeah. That's what I heard. I heard it's not just like you know everything everything is okay at the end. I heard it's actually kind of uh, kind of a little bit you know saddening and yeah. It's, it's good because in, in a good way. <laughs> yeah, um, the whole series is sort of bleak. You know, everything is sort of like 
the landscape is bleak and everyone's sort of it's sort of like a depression type thing. Yep. That's what makes it so good though. Yeah. Yeah, have you have you played the other ones, James? The like Pan's Dragoon, Pan's Dragoon to Eye, and Water? Yeah, I've actually I've played through all of those actually. This oh, was cool. the last one. I'd never played this for so long and uh yeah, I finally got it. It was like uh, it was like a big achievement for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, actually, I actually started uh, playing the game too this week, um, but I've only probably I only got through like the first opening cutscene, um, so I haven't pretty I haven't put very much time into it. Maybe about fifteen <laughs> minutes, <laughs> um, but I do plan on playing through it very soon because, like like James said, it's one of those games. I think um, I think every real Sega fan needs to play, you know? Um, yeah. And because the game's just been so expensive, I've never been able to uh, to pick it up. Um, I just, I don't know, it's, it's kind of hard to spend that, that amount of money on a video game, but um, so yeah, I'm playing through it too, so hopefully next week I can maybe give some of my thoughts on the game, but um, yeah, hopefully hopefully it's going to live up to my expectations, because I know every everyone I've talked to and everyone, uh, I, all the, the you know, threads and stuff on forums um, throughout the internet uh, over the last few years have just made the game seem legendary. And, and I can understand, James, if the game didn't, uh, you know, live up to your expectations because it's kind of built up to be this ultimate RPG, uh, kind of like the pinnacle of Sega gaming almost. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of hard to live up to, to those lofty expectations. Hmm. Yeah. Yes. So. I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> then again, I probably look at it through rose tinted glasses. Yeah. Now. That's nice. Yeah, I'll probably do as well, but it is the best game I've ever played. Right, okay. <laughs> um, Ryan, have okay. you been yeah, playing Ryan. any video games this week? Uh, yes. Um, f- before I start, I want to just say that last time I was on the Nerdcast, I did mention that I hadn't got the club yet. And Sega of Europe were nice enough to just send me a copy. So wow. That's excellent. That's, yeah. So that's what I've been playing. Just wanted to mention that and say thank you very much. You're awesome. Send me nice. some more. Yeah, well, you know, Sega, <laughs> Sega of Europe, I, I don't have a PlayStation 3. So maybe you can, maybe you can help me out with that. If you, you guys are sending stuff to, to Ryan and Graham all the time. So. Yeah, I don't have a car at the moment. <laughs> just thought I'd throw that out there. Right. I've seen some right, of those yeah, really so cool uh, Sega uh, promotional vehicles running around on the internet sometimes. Maybe they'll send you one of those. <laughs> yeah, would you drive a Sonic? One, would you drive like a Sonic uh, themed vehicle? If it was free, yeah. yeah damn right. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's what I've been playing. That's pretty yeah. fun. And back to uh, Panzer Dragoon again. I've been playing Auto. Oh, uh, great! But. I have been playing the uh, the side story that you unlock. Um, what's his name? Ive, Iva? Iva's side story or something? I don't know what it's called. Side scenario? It's about like a, a boy from the, the Empire, the bad guys. Oh, but, okay. uh, yeah, you can unlock that if you play... If you finish the game or, th- or you play for 20 hours or something, you unlock that and you play from his point of view and you fly the enemy ships. Oh, and wow. I never knew that even existed in the game. Yeah, you have to go to the Panzer Dragoon, uh, what's it called? Box? Pandora's Box. Pandora's Box, yeah, that's it. And then you, you can unlock, I think it's called a sub-scenario, and then you go in, and it's Ivor's story. And yeah, you, you follow the story of uh, an Imperial boy who's dying of a disease. And oh, wow. 
Yeah, yeah Grant, I thought every everyone knew that. I mean, what kind of Sega nerd are you? <laughs> oh, my God, no, I, I seriously had no idea that he was even in the game. Jesus. Yeah, you uh, should check it out. It's, yeah, it's really yeah. good. I've got a copy yeah. somewhere. Where is it? I haven't played it for a long time, actually. Yeah, no, it, it's all told in sort of, like, drawings and text and stuff, but um, then every, in between you play, like, levels where you train to be a soldier and then you take out the, uh, you know, the ships that sort of, like, the, the normal... Flying enemy ships. Mm. Mm. Yeah, you, you fly one of them and then you leave, and oh, it's, it gets excellent. It's a really good oh, side cool. story. Nice. So yeah, that's what I've been playing. That's what I can play when I haven't got a job. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm sure you'll be able to get caught up on a lot of uh, your your back uh, um, backlog of video games, Graham. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Okay. Um, that's what we've been playing this week. Let's uh, go right on into the new stand. Last week we talked about the big. Uh, the big uh, Sega of Japan Dreamcast uh, promotion where they were giving away free email addresses to everyone. Well, we found out later in the week that it wasn't quite Sega of Japan uh, giving away free email addresses. turns out that it seems to be a, a phishing scam. And uh, I guess I guess we're kind of sorry for you know telling everyone about it. Uh, I think we should apologize because it appears that whoever, whoever signed up um, for that service... Might get uh, might get some spam sent to their email boxes now, um, but uh, I think you know that that was bad in itself. But I guess it's even more of a letdown that it's not really Sega um, showing interest in the Dreamcast again. I think that's the real disappointment, at least from my yeah. point of view. Um, so I don't know. What do you guys think about this? Yeah. Well. Um, yeah. Well, we are sorry for like. If we got anyone's hopes it's Graham's fault I mean, he posted it yeah, it is partly my fault yeah. <laughs> they, oh, they, when I first saw it I actually thought this this can't be real but looking at the websites and stuff it did actually look quite good and at the time I actually thought Dreamcast.com was still registered to Sega right apparently it's, it's, it's someone else owns it now and... yeah someone else owns it now and uh, I didn't realise that and it actually was linked to like the, the official Sega Japan website and everything so when I was actually looking into it I thought yeah it could be actually real like maybe something is happening but, um, yeah, uh, turns out, obviously, I was wrong. But also, not just me, a lot of other people were wrong, so... Yeah, yeah. me. Although I didn't sign up, I, I was smart and left other people do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I still haven't got my confirmation email back, so um, I think I'm lucky, maybe. <laughs> uh, um, I did end up yeah, getting but... mine, so... Okay. Yeah. Have you had any extra spam? Uh, no, actually, I haven't. Um, but, you know... Just the usual cock extension, then. Right, yeah, and you know, I've actually bought into some of those a couple times. They don't work. Don't do it. But, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, hopefully I don't get any spam. But you know, if I do, um, oh well, well, we'll deal with it. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's the big news, I guess. There, um, don't don't sign up for. It. I, I think it's been taken down now, right? Uh, I'm not actually too sure. I've gone near it since the whole thing was announced. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that people can sign up for email address anymore. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. So that's bad. But, We're sorry about it. And... But the big thing is that Sega should realise that so many people actually thought that it was real and they they tried to like sign up for it. That maybe Sega should realise that so much interest still in the Dreamcast. You know, I, I think that they already know. I think they know the interest in it. But at this point, I just don't think that they're from a financial standpoint that they're very interested in going back and revisiting the hardware, you know, industry. Well, no, I'm not suggesting they should, like, start making consoles again or anything. Just, um, 
I don't know. They're, it's just they, they seem to have basically forgotten about the Dreamcast and all their websites and everything. It, it kind of... I kind of think, like, like if you look at all the, like, well, the Sega America and Sega Europe websites, they've, like, completely forgotten about the Dreamcast. Right. I think it would be good if they actually just sort of, like, revisited and opened up a bit about the retro stuff, you know? Yeah, no, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, that would be nice. That would be nice. Yeah. Be but, okay. Well, yeah. All right, well, let's let's keep moving on. Um, this mm-hmm. week, uh, also, I guess this is probably the, the biggest piece of news. Um, that, that last piece was kind of disappointing, but this is good news, uh, I guess, if you're, depending on who you are, this is good news, I guess. Uh, Sega filed a trademark for Sonic Unleashed. Uh, there's not a whole lot of information other than the name Sonic Unleashed, but people are kind of, uh, you know, they seem to be going crazy all over the internet. Some people are either excited about the new Sega game, uh, which I am, or they're in, you know, the other camp where. Uh, they're just kind of complaining about the whole thing. Uh, they think Sonic Team should just hang it up, and uh, I guess even even um, uh, what was it? Uh, what was the website uh, that we posted about today? Was it Game? Was it Game Life or something like that? Yeah, it's one of the Wired blog network sites yeah. called Game Life, like Game Slash Life sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, um, it is Game Life. Yeah, they they posted an article about um, that they think. Uh, Sega should just go ahead and kill off the whole uh, Sonic franchise now, and uh, at least until they can do something good with the series. But um, I don't know. I just kind of wanted to get your guys' thoughts on that. What do you think? Well, I, I sort of agree that they probably should either you know wait a while or kill him off. But what annoyed me about the game life thing was they were saying, "Oh, give it to someone else." Why? Sega are like completely capable of making making a good Sonic game, just not Sonic Team. Right. You know, give it to someone else. Yeah. Or give it to another Sega like developer, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah that, that made more sense than like, giving it to Sony. Or, she, 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 uh, she suggests Sony, doesn't she, or something? Yeah. 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 That'd, be, that'd be a bit weird. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, you make a good point there. I, I personally, um, I don't agree with her. I don't, I, well, like, and the whole killing Sonic thing, I think it's a bit bit too harsh. Um, personally, I think that um, rather than killing Sonic off, they should just kill all the other characters off. Like, just, well, not kill them off, like, forget about them. Because, um, yeah. just basically, just every, every just Sonic fun. game that's been bad has been the ones which they've had other characters in that you have to play as. And it just ruins the whole gameplay experience. Like, um, like Sonic 06, which is like probably the worst Sonic game ever made. <laughs> not only was it really buggy, but the um, playing as Shadow and um, Silver, like, that just detracted from the whole Sonic like franchise. Basically, like Shad- yeah. uh, as, as Shadow, you're using vehicles, and as Silver, you were like having to levitate um, boxes and stuff and throw them at robots, which is ridiculous. Exactly. But, no one wants to do that crap. Yeah. If it was just yeah. Sonic on his own, perfect, I'd say. That because. Yeah. I actually enjoyed the Sonic levels, apart from the bugs and crap in the game. The Sonic levels were quite good fun, I thought. Just all the other stuff was rubbish. Okay. I find they've they've just thrown in all of the other characters, you know, just just to have them there. It's mm. like they don't add anything to the story now. They're just there. Yeah. Like, just tagging along. Exactly. Yeah. Um, like like Sonic Adventure Two, like you'd have Knuckles who'd be like searching for gems or searching for the Master Emerald, and then you'd have Rouge. Rouge the Bat, who's also searching for exactly the same thing. It's like exactly the same level over again. It's like, what's the point of that? Whereas uh, if it was just Sonic running through, like maybe Tails running through as well, perfect, I'd say. But, yeah. What do you think, James? Um, 
Hmm. Well, I don't think people should be really jumping to conclusions right now about the game that you know no one knows anything about right. currently. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah. For the first thing, uh, um, Sonic 06, I I do kind of agree that that was bad. Uh, I would I would say if 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 Sonic Team had maybe a little bit more time and like like Graham said didn't even develop those parts where you played as other characters that would have really went a long way in uh, sort of giving them the time to to polish Sonic's uh, portion of the game. That's a good yeah. point, actually. And I mean, if, if they didn't have to spend all the time or and budget or whatever whatever the constraints are doing doing you know silver silver. Silver sucks anyway. Uh, just <laughs> just as a character, everything about him is like abrasive and just he's like a nag. But uh, yeah, they, I don't know. I think if they have enough time with Sonic Unleashed, whatever whatever it ends up being, uh, I think given enough time, they can probably make a, a good game. I, I don't know. Sonic Team, everyone's kind of lost faith in them a little bit. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe this. I mean, in the same breath, I think it's, you need to give them a chance, you can't just say, uh, this game's gonna suck when no one knows anything about it. Right. Yeah. 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 I, I do we, do we even know which console it's for yet? No, we, we know nothing, aside from the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> we don't trademark. Exactly. So I, so it's I think, I've, I've heard that it's, uh, the Xbox 360, but I don't, don't, you know, take that with a pinch of salt, but that's what I've heard. <laughs> right, okay, yeah. No, it's, yeah, it's just the way everyone's like comparing it to Sonic 06 and stuff. I was wondering if it had been announced for the Xbox 360 or PS3, but... Nah, it's not been announced. We, all we know is a trademark name, so it could be anything. True. Yeah. It might not even come to anything at all. Yeah, that's true, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure that they, uh, companies trademark names all the time and don't end up using them, so you're right, yeah, that's yeah. a good point, too. So, yeah, I think uh, moral of the story is, I think we should, like what James said, just let's sit back and wait before we jump to conclusions and just, you know, let's just see what uh, Sonic Team has in store for us. And, you know, this could be the Sonic game that we've all been waiting for. It could be the 3D Sonic game that, you know, blows us away and has been what uh, everyone has been waiting and wanting for, for so long. Or, you know, at the you know uh, at, at the same hand, you know, it could be another crappy uh, 3D Sonic <laughs> game. So, yeah. you know, I think uh, right now we should all just probably settle down and just uh, wait and see what they have in store so yeah yeah that's what that is um well, uh, one other piece of of news is um sega actually invited sega invited us to take part in a teleconference with some of the guys at sumo digital uh steve lysett um and uh i guess you know i'll turn this over to to uh james and and kind of James, how about you tell us about your experience with uh, with the guys at Sumo um, Digital and the uh, teleconference with Sega? All right. Well, the the uh, <clears throat> yeah. So I was invited to a teleconference, and uh, the uh, the meeting was was going to take place at ten thirty in the morning, and uh, that's uh, Pacific time. So <clears throat> I actually I had to I had to leave leave my day job to come conduct this uh conference call so i got here and i was sitting here and waiting and uh you know sending out emails to the people that were involved and uh 10 10 30 yeah no it was actually 10 o'clock i think yeah 10 o'clock rolled around and uh there was no call and then 10 30 rolled around and there was no call so i ended up calling uh our contact at sega sega of america and uh, leaving him a message and he he wrote back a couple couple hours later saying, you know, oh, we screwed up and uh, whatnot. So we actually missed out on the uh, the actual conference call. But 
in an attempt to make things uh, things right, I guess he uh, he set it up so that so that I could ask ask uh, like sort of an exclusive question and answer uh, session with Steve Lysett, and we we have that, and we we posted that on the on the the, the website. So if you want to go look at the interview there, you can you can find it. It's uh it was pretty good. So I guess beyond that little communication screw up. Um, the the conference call uh, question and answer went went okay. Uh, some, some, of the, some some of the answers we got for questions are actually really good answers. I mean, we we asked some good questions, and uh, like I said, check that out on on the main site. Um, but there was some good news revealed in that, and uh, I don't know. It kind of got me a little bit more excited about about the game, but. Uh, that's, yeah. that's about it for the conference call. Yeah. Um, so, no, go, go ahead. Go you ahead missed ask. it. You missed it. But um, in the end, it, it turned out well because we got like an exclu- exclusive thing instead of a, a whole bunch of people. Yeah, that's true. We got our own our own sort of personal question and answer session. And uh, the other thing we should mention, I don't, I'm sure people have already seen it, but uh, just should mention again, we have a, a exclusive uh, trailer for the game up on the website and. Uh, it's actually a really good trailer, so if you haven't seen it, you should go check it out. It's, uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty exciting. Cool. Yeah, it actually shows gameplay footage from each version of the game. There's going to be a 360, PS3, Nintendo Wii, and DS version of the game. So, yeah, if you haven't seen that, definitely check it out so far. It's actually going to be exclusive until Monday. Um, that's when Sega's going to go ahead and, and release it to the rest of uh, the video game, uh, you know, um, journalists and, and that kind of stuff. So we have it until Monday, and... Um, then it's going to be released to everyone else. But, you know, it's kind of cool to get that. Um, one other thing, um, you know, about the whole Sumo Digital thing, Steve, uh, actually, he's been posting on our forums, and he's been answering some questions from our readers and uh, some of our forum members. Um, we, we took, earlier in the week, we took questions from uh, from our forum members, and some of those did get into our interview, and some of them didn't. Quite a few of them didn't, just because there were so many but I really appreciate Steve dropping by uh, the forums, and he actually went and um, answered several times. He came back in and answered pretty much every question our forum members had, and I really appreciate him taking the time out of his you know busy schedule to come in and, and do that. Uh, that was kind of nice of him. So he definitely yeah. didn't have to do that. Um, but it's really cool, I think, to see... Um, developers or you know people in the the actual you know the video game industry uh, taking note of Sega nerds and saying hey you know what this could be a a good opportunity to come in and talk to some of the fans and things like that so I think uh, it's kind of neat to see that uh, I, mean, I guess we're getting noticed by the developers too. Yeah, I, I think that's that, because that's very rare to actually see developers actually going to proper websites and answering personal questions. Basically, I don't think that's done very often, is it? Yeah, I think I think he's a producer. Yeah, he sure. is, I think he, yeah, is, I think he is. Well, he's part, of the, he's part of the company that made the game, so... Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, well, big thanks to him for that, because I mean, that's, that's really good. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was not really to, nice. Not to, mention, not to mention the whole, you know, we've got an exclusive trailer. It's good to be on the the, uh, the good side of, a, of a, an embargo type thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for once. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so... Yeah. That's funny. Um... <laughs> Okay, yeah, that's uh, that pretty much wraps up our newsstand this week. Um, last week, because we went so long, it, our Nerdcast last week was probably over a little over two hours. Um, we had a cut; it came from the forums. But this week, thankfully, we're uh, we trimmed it down a little bit, and we're going to have it now. So I want to hand it over to James, and he's going to take us uh, into this next segment.
All right, so people that listen to the Nerdcast will probably know that this is where we uh, pick a topic from the forums that we think was interesting, and we like to talk about it in the, in the uh, Nerdcast and uh, get get some opinions on it. And uh, this week, <clears throat> we've chosen a post written by Psycho Echidna, a member of our forums, and uh, the, the topic was Sega games that you think nerd uh, Sega nerds have never played but should play now, so, you know, basically... Uh, a little bit sort of lesser known games that are still of really good quality and, you know, you guys should pick them up. So um, let's start off with, with Graham. Graham, do you have a, a game that you think Ooh, everyone should play? God. <laughs> One thing that we're going to do here, just to make it a little bit easier on us, uh, we're not going to uh, narrow it down to just games that Sega either published or developed. We're going to open it up to games that uh, were also uh, developed for Sega consoles. So it could be any game... Um, that was, you know, either developed or published by Sega, or one game that was just put on a Sega console. So, what, what do you, yeah. what do you got? Uh, these are games that are quite obscure. Yeah, that not that many people have played. Exactly. Yeah. Um, God. <laughs> um, there's one game that springs to mind, which is um, Dark Savior on the Saturn. Um, mm. I'm not things. I'm not sure if that is actually quite a popular game or not. I know. Well, I know it's meant to be. Everyone thinks it's quite good, but I'm not sure how many people actually played it. Uh, have you guys? Do you know guys know about it, or have you played it? Right I think now? I might have heard about yeah. it, but I never played it. It's no, a Capcom it fighting game, right? No, 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 no. Is it? That's no, Dark Stalkers. Yeah, yeah, oh, no. Okay. It, I've got, I got the name right. I think, yeah, Dark, Dark Savior. Um, it's, it's actually a, um, it's an RPG. Um, to be honest, I haven't actually played that much of it, but what I did play was pretty damn good. Um, it's, it's kind of weird. It's, um. It's kind of like a. Uh, the best way to describe it is kind of like a, a traditional Zelda game, but in an isometric sort of view. If that makes sense. Like uh, rather than just being a uh, top-down view, completely flat, it's like 3D but isometric kind of view you're looking at. I'm googling it right around, now. I want to see what this is. Okay. <laughs> uh, you like you you like go around. You fight in real time. Um, this is, I haven't actually played it for a long time though. So, but. Um, yeah, as far as I remember, you like, you, you, you fight in real time, and um, yeah, uh, I, I don't really know what I should say about it. It was, it was a really fun game when I played it, and the story was pretty good, but um, it's been so damn long since I played it, I can't really remember all that much, because I never actually got around to finishing it, but um, yeah, it's it just one of those games that really stuck in my mind when I played it. I was like, this is really good, but um, never got around to finishing it, so hopefully one day I'll actually get around to playing it a bit more, but yeah. <laughs> Okay. Uh, someone else say is that, a, uh, is that pretty easy to find? Could you pick that up on eBay for cheap money? Do you know? Um, to be honest, I don't. I think it's it's probably one of the more un, uncommon games on the Saturn, so it probably won't be as much like Panzer Dragoon Saga, but I think it'd be like kind of fairly pricey. But I'm not yeah. sure. You'd have before have to check. I mean, I'm eBaying it right now. I'll let you know in about <laughs> a few seconds. So. All right. So. Uh, uh, we'll move on to uh, Ryan. Ryan, do you have a, a game that you, you think everyone should play? Ooh, um, let me have a think. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, we do a lot of preparation for this show, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alien Soldier. I'm not sure if... Has anyone played Alien Soldier? I've never even heard of it. Never heard of it. Oh, that works then. <laughs> it's on the Genesis, uh, or Mega Drive as I call it. In Europe, and, Damn um, right. <laughs> and it's a treasure game. So you know things like Gunstar Heroes and stuff like that. 
It's a lot like Gunstar Heroes. You know, the, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, I do. <laughs> um, well, yeah, it's a lot like that. But you you fight. You play as an alien soldier, as a, as you can probably tell. And he looks a bit like a bird, like a hawk or something. But he stands up like a, a human. And you basically fight a boss battle after one after the other. But between the boss battles, you um you you go through just to kill a few enemies, just to pa- get your health back up. So basically, you've got to get through as many boss battles as you possibly can. And it plays a lot like Gunstar Heroes, sort of like that fast-paced sort of shooting type thing. So that's, I've actually that's play, the... played that. Uh, you, you can download on the virtual that, download that on uh, virtual console. With Wii. I don't oh, know yes. if you guys know that. Um, oh, yeah, uh, that's that's the first time I've played that game. And uh, how was the difficulty for you? Because uh, that game sort of uh, was yeah, really difficult is, for me. It's a hard it's a hard game. But um, it, if you get it right, if you, you know you can choose your weapons at the start. Like what you want to take. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think if you take take the right weapons, it's easier. And I think you can put it on easy mode if you want. I haven't put it on easy mode, but you can, you can't have a normal mode. You have to have super hard or super easy. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it starts default on super hard. So uh, yeah, it's a pretty hard game. But if you play it a lot, you get quite far. I've never actually beaten it because it is very hard. But it's also Ooh. great. It's so what's it called again? Alien Soldier. Alien Soldier. Right. Okay. Well, I have to. I might have to look at it. If it's on the virtual console, I might try and download it. Yeah, you should get it. It's it's really good. Is it better than Gunstar Heroes though? Um, it's it's not. I'd say I'd say I actually play it more, but I don't right, okay. think Cause... more people would. Okay. I, I wasn't overly impressed by Gunstar Heroes. I found it too easy. So maybe this could be. Oh, that game for me. This is a lot harder. Yeah, I'll have a look at it then. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, it's a good game. Yeah, you should definitely try it. Everyone should try right. it. <laughs> nice. You have to go and download that. <laughs> well, Do you I, have a you have a game. Yeah. Well, first off, um, before I get into that, I I, I did uh, check it up, Dark Savior on eBay, and there's right now there's about six uh, auctions going, and they're all under ten dollars. And, uh, wow. yeah, not too bad. Actually, I bid on one <laughs> just, uh, you know, I figured, Hey, you know, I'll, I'll throw a bit up there and see what happens. So, um, yeah, we'll see. Um, but yeah, it doesn't seem like it's that expensive. So I think if, um, I can't wait to go outbid you. What's that? <laughs> I can't wait to go out, outbid you. Well, I won't tell you, I won't tell you which one I bid on then. So, <laughs> um, but, but yeah, okay. I do actually have a game and this comes from the Sega Genesis. It's actually not, um, developed or published by Sega. It's um, it's actually by... Uh, the developer is Bits of Magic, and the, the Electronics Arts actually published it. It's called Centurion Defender of Rome. I don't know if uh, any of you guys actually played that game back back a long time ago. No, I've never, never heard of it. No. <laughs> I've heard of it. You did? Okay, it's it. actually... Um, I played it uh, quite a bit when I was a little kid. Uh, I played it a lot, actually. Um, uh, but it's a really... Uh, really kind of basic uh, turn-based uh, strategy game, um, but the, the, the battle sequences are all in, on, all in real time. Um, so it's kind of, it's kind of strange. Um, but I guess if... Um, it's, it's a little hard to explain. Have you ever played Romance of the Three Kingdoms? No. no. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, <laughs> this is going to get even harder to explain. Um, okay, well, basically, uh, you're... you're uh, you know, you own a piece of land in 
I guess, ancient Rome or whatever, and you're trying to conquer um, the entire, uh, I guess, country of Rome. Uh, I guess Rome was a country, okay. uh, the Roman Empire. Um, but in, in doing so, you fight against uh, various uh, bad guys, and there's, I think there's barbarians, um, the Parthians, and things like that. But, um, you know, you, di- you didn't only just fight. You also um, took place, uh, there are also like um, chariot races and and there was even some naval battles and things like that. Um, and you'd, you'd have to raise money um, through, you, you had a, it was kind of like a, a mini game in all of itself. Um, you'd have to raise taxes and, you know, um, you'd have to raise food and things like that. Um, and in doing so, you get money and then you buy more, more soldiers or equipment or um, you'd be able to buy ships and things like that. So um, it was kind of a really cool game. Um, and if you, wow. if you didn't check it out way back when, I think it's definitely worth, uh, you know, definitely worth just picking it up if, you know, if you're kind of bored and don't have anything to play. Um, I, that, you know, that sounds like a really complex game for, like, the Mega Drive or Genesis. Yeah, game. you know, it kind of was. You know, by today's standards, of course, it's, you know, you know, it, it's really simplistic. But back then, um, and I don't know, maybe that's one of the things that, you know, uh, interested me in it, but uh, it was really cool. It was uh, actually designed by uh, a person named Kellen Beck, and they're the same uh, person that actually uh, developed Defender of the Crown. Did you ever play that? I've heard of it. I've never actually got around Defender of the Crown, yet. yeah. It was, uh, it's very similar to that, but it was um, kind of took place in medieval times, and they actually um, put out a new one on the, I think it was on the PS2 and Xbox, uh, and it was Robin Hood, Defender of the Crown, or something like that. They They made a sequel to it, but it wasn't nearly as good, but um, yeah, this uh, Centurion Defender of Rome, if you're ever bored and, you know, you, you find it somewhere in some dusty old mom-and-pop shop, pick it up because it's probably going to be cheap, uh, and it's definitely worth, uh, worth you know, five or six bucks. And, you know, who knows, maybe at some point in the future, uh, maybe if EA ever jumps on the virtual console bandwagon, they could bring it our way or something, who knows. So. Yeah, that'd kind be of cool. Game. cool. Yeah, so. It does sound good. It sounds like uh, Total War. Anyone play Total War? No. I've played demos of it. I haven't actually played the full games yet. Oh, I heard well, it's, it sounds in it. quite a lot like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I ruined anyway, that piece. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> you yeah. just ruined the whole conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, I'm, I'm a conversation killer. <laughs> Jesus. It's the whiskey talking, I promise. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, okay, that was... Uh, it came from the forums. Uh, I think... Uh, wait, wait. Has James said anything? Oh. No, James hasn't said anything. Yet. Oh no, no. Let me give my my yeah. Uh, yeah the uh, the game I went with was a Dreamcast game. It's a, a space sort. It's like a space combat flight sim game called Star Lancer. Oh, I don't know if any of you have played that. That's the one like game that. I always wanted to get but can never get it. It, it oh, was always really? sold out every time, and then the Dreamcast dies, and I couldn't get hold of it. Oh my god! Sorry, yeah, go. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right, yeah, it's a, it's a great game. Um, it's kind of, uh, I don't know if anyone's played the Wing Commander series, but it's made by, it's uh, designed by the, the people that made made that series, and uh, it's somewhat similar. I mean, you, you're, you, you play as a pilot in a, as a squadron of uh, space fighters, and you just go through these uh, missions, and there's a whole campaign to uh, fight against, you know, whatever the enemy is, whoever the enemy is that's, that's coming at the, uh, the coalition of of uh, fighters, and uh, it's really good. It's it's you know you play from 
uh, you, well, I, I, I always played from the, the cockpit perspective, so it was really immersive, especially back back in the Dreamcast era. This this game had was probably like the pinnacle of uh, visuals. It was just really a great looking game, and uh, the gameplay was great. And one one thing that was really impressive about it was that it had uh, one. It was you know the Dreamcast was one of the first systems to have online multiplayer, and this this game had uh, you could play one to six six players. Um, so it's really cool. You got into like these uh, big dog fight matches with six other people, and it was just it was just a lot of fun. It was, did, uh, so did you actually get to play on the multiplayer then? Yes, I did. Oh man. Yeah, it was, it was actually it was a great time. Yeah, that that's one of the reasons why I wanted to pick it up because of the multiplayer. It sounded so good. I read reviews and they say it's so much fun just doing the multiplayer all the time. Yeah, you, you'd use use the keyboard in the uh, the second player slot. And you could you could type uh, type anything you wanted to uh, opponents and teammates. And it was just it was a great time. It was really uh, really fun multiplayer. Really good uh, single player. The single player game was excellent. and The presentation was great. I, I'd say. You know, if you've got a Dreamcast sitting around and you can find this game, I'd say go pick it up and see if you like it. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm up for that. Yeah, um, actually, I actually did own that game uh, a while back, but it was past the time when people uh, actually played it online, and so that was kind of disappointing because I actually wanted to to try that piece of the game out because. Uh, James is completely right. It was a fantastic game, um, but unfortunately, I picked it up a little bit too late when um, there weren't very many people playing online anymore. So, kind of missed out on that opportunity. Um, but you know what, though, is um, is that one of the games that are still online? Do you know? I've got. Oh, think it's one sure of the, I think it was one of the games that definitely was still online when Sega shut down most of their servers. But I'm not entirely sure if it's online now. I vaguely remember reading about that. There's like, there's only a couple of games that's still online, and I think that was one of the ones that was mentioned. But uh, off the top of my head, I'm not sure if they're actually still around right now. You know, actually, I just went to uh, dreamcast.onlineconsoles.com. That's kind of one of the the big websites oh, yeah. uh, that keep. Uh, they actually do a, a lot of work on getting um, some old Sega games um, back online, and it seems like it seems like it's still online. You know. Oh, wow. uh, they actually, yeah, wow. they actually have an entire forum dedicated to Starlancer. I'm looking at it right now as we speak. Um, so, uh, yeah, if you know, maybe we we could get something together one day um, and see. We can look into it and see if uh, you know if anyone else has Starlancer or is interested in it. Maybe we can get a little uh, Sega nerds uh, meetup going on and see if we can get this game back online and, and give it a go. Yeah, yeah it might be interesting. It's definitely a fun game. I'll do that. That, yeah. that. That would be awesome. Cool. Play some Quake yeah. 3 Arena too. Yeah, you know that's probably something we probably should do a little bit more of. You know, we we focus so much on what Sega is doing now and the, the, all the games that they're putting on now and a lot of the online games and and they're fun and they're great. But maybe we can look back on some of the things that the Dreamcast still offers to this day and. Maybe we can get some contests going on or something like that and see if we can yeah. uh, see how much interest there is in, in that today. So who knows? I guess I yeah, guess we'll I'm, just... I'm, I'm, I was thinking I could try and tr- do that when I finish my work. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think that would be cool. But, you know, I think it's it's really up to the community. You know, if you guys are interested in doing something like that, um, let us know um, because we would most definitely like to participate in that and play some of those old school Dreamcast games with you guys. But um, you know, if you're interested, let us know and we'll set it up. 
you know, just all you gotta do is uh, you know speak your mind in the in the forums or in the uh, the Nerdcast threads. So let us know. And at Graham's, Graham's might, might... no, go ahead. Uh, well, I was gonna say one thing that might be helpful to uh, get that going is you know we'll just throw this out here and we can talk about it later. But um, maybe if we could have some contests where we give away uh, Dreamcast broadband adapters. Ooh. Ooh. Got to try to fund the money for that, though, surely. I think I have three in my closet that I've What? Got. Only like $100 each or something. Are you kidding? Well, I got, them, I got them when they were in the store just sitting on shelves, so... Are you serious? Oh, my God. Holy crap. Yeah. You got to spread the love, man. <laughs> screw screw the readers, right. man. Give them... <laughs> give them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. I, I know there is actually a way to get online broadband-wise by linking your Dreamcast to your PC... I have to find the article on that, but there was a really just detailed article on how to actually do that. It just, I was just, yeah, but, I was thinking because I don't, I don't know um, how hooking up to dial-up would work nowadays. I don't, I don't yeah. even know if I could do that. So, so you're, you're not, you're not shitting us though. You have three Dreamcast broadband adapters in your, in your closet. Yeah, I've got, I've got, I, I bought two um, of the American ones, and then I was in Japan a few years ago, and I, I picked up a. Uh, some rare Dreamcast that I got, and uh, it actually came with one. So yeah, I end up having Holy like three. Do you where do you, wait, where where do you live again? <laughs> <laughs> just just throwing that out uh, there. <laughs> Massachusetts. Almost, yeah. <laughs> Funny. Okay. Um. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that would be cool. So if if you wanted to, you know, if you're willing to. You know, throw that into a concept or something like that. I think we'd probably have people from all over the internet, not just on Sega Nerds, come in and be interested because those are one of the uh, holy grails of uh, accessories on the Dreamcast. Definitely, I mean, those things go for lots of money. Um, but that would be cool. Yeah. So I've always wanted to get one. All right. Cool. We'll see, Graham. You know, you're going to be jobless pretty soon, so I guess we'll give this project to you if you want to. Go ahead and see what kind of interest there is out there, and you want to get that jump started. So that's on you now, yeah, bud. See, see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see what you happens. Give me a month and a bit. Let's find out. Yeah. Okay. Um, that was. Uh, it came from the forums this week. So uh, yeah, if you guys want to, uh, if you want to be featured on next, uh, next, I don't know if we should say next week, but we'll see. Uh, the next episode of the Sega Nerdcast. Go ahead and you know you got to put some time and, and thought into making some of our. Um, form threads and make them, uh, you know, hopefully they'll get, generate some good discussion because that's what we're looking for. We want to find threads that are interesting and, uh, you know, thought-provoking, and I think this one by Psycho Kitten is definitely one of those. So definitely take a, a page out of his book, and uh, hopefully we can uh, continue generating some really great uh, conversation on our forums. So that's kind of uh, what we want to do here, and we just want to highlight some of those um some of our forum members and our community who are taking an active role in doing that. So I really appreciate Psycho Kidna for making a good thread and, and, and everyone else who's participated in that uh, conversation. So good job, guys. Um, now we're going to have a, a little Nerdcast uh, contest. Uh, this, is, uh, this is for uh, one of the most shitty games I've ever played in my entire life. It's Mystery Warrior Shiren the Wanderer. I know a few people on... And in, in, when I reviewed the game, a few people thought that I was a little too negative on the game and thought that uh, it wasn't nearly as bad as I said it was. Uh, well, you know what? If, if you really thought that, now here's your opportunity to get the game. Uh, all you're going to have to do 
is uh, make a comment in uh, this week's Nerdcast uh, post telling us what the worst game uh, is that you've ever played and kind of explaining yourself and telling us why it is. Uh, so, yeah, all you got to do is uh, just post in the thread and tell us that. Uh, at the end of the week, we're going to take all the entries and we're going to pick one randomly. And uh, I promise that uh, I won't wait as long as Graham did uh, in sending out the hey. sending out the prize, uh, <laughs> throwing you under the bus there. Um, but yeah, so Mystery Warrior Shower and the Wanderer is up for grabs. Uh, ready, set, go. I know everyone's very eager to have that, and I, honestly, I can't wait to get it out of my house. Um, so, um, so yeah, so just uh, tell us, like I said, tell us uh, what's the worst game you played. Tell us why. Uh, comment in the thread. Don't email us or post in the forums. The thread is where it's at. And, uh, you know, having said that, that about wraps wraps it up this week. Um, now we're on, uh, to, you know, we're in the home stretch. Uh, one thing I, I do want to say before we go is uh, Sega Superstars Tennis is going to be releasing very soon. Actually, I think it's going to be releasing tomorrow here in Guam. Um, but one thing that we want to do is we want to we want to put together uh, a Sega Superstar Tennis contest and tournament Uh on, and we're looking at possibly doing that on the Xbox 360 because we think uh, that's probably what most of our community has and probably what a lot of people are going to be buying. So we're going to be working with Sega this week and seeing if they can, Sega or uh, Sumo Digital, if, if they might be interested in sponsoring our contest and giving some of our our first, second, third uh, place winners uh, some really cool swag. Uh, and, and, you know, if not, I'm sure Graham is willing to offer up some of his own personal collection like he usually does um, to do that. <laughs> uh, uh, no, we can arrange something. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll figure something out. But, yeah, um, it, you know, uh, we, we just want to make something fun. I, I know Sega Superstars Tennis is probably one of the uh, the most uh, highly thought of games. It's, it's been hyped up, especially on our forums. People have been talking about that for a long time. Um, so we want to recognize that, and we want to put together a contest. And uh, Graham, you know, hey, you know, you're not going to be working. So if you want to, you, if you want to head up this contest, uh, to all the more power to you. But uh, if not, we'll talk about it a little bit more later. Um, but yeah, yeah, so look for that in the very near future. We're going to be talking with Sega this week and seeing what they can do for us, and uh, in turn, what we can do for you. So yeah, if so, if you're on the fence about getting a PS3, Xbox 360, or or the Wii, um, but you're interested in possibly participating in uh, our Sega Nerds tournament, go ahead and pick it up for the 360 because that's probably what we're going to be shooting for. Um, but later on this week, uh, we're going to be reviewing the 360, the Nintendo Wii, and the DS version of the games. So, uh, you know, if you're just looking at what game you should buy and you just want a little help from, you know, your friendly guys at, at the Sega Nerds uh, site, uh, look for that because that should be coming really soon, as well as some other... Uh, Reviews like House of the Dead, Two and Three, A Turn, which James will be doing, and Condemned Two, uh, which I'll be doing. So, uh, so yeah, I mean that's pretty much what we got going. This is uh, this week's Nerdcast, and I really appreciate you guys for sitting and listening to us. And uh, we'll see you here in a week or two. So, yeah, take it easy, guys. See you later, guys. So long. Bye. Yep. Sorry. Why she needs my... Is not available. Record your message at the tone. When you are finished, hang up or hold for more options. Hi, this is uh, James calling from SegaNerd.com. I was just looking to touch base. It's uh, a little past... uh, Well, it's coming up on 
1030, uh, your time, and uh, we were scheduled to have a uh, conference call, and uh, I didn't get any email from you or a phone call uh, at the uh, scheduled time, so I was just looking to touch base and see what happened and uh, see if uh, there was a rescheduling or something and we just didn't hear about it, but um, give me a call back and uh, let me know if you can, and that'd be great. My phone number is... And uh, I eagerly await your uh, reply. Thanks a lot. Bye.